This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Having joined forces with a deranged ranger named Ranger, our heroes journey further into the Wave Echo Caverns to defeat the villainous Black Spider. Will they finally meet their match? Will Quinny eventually win over the testy ranger? Will our heroes remember they're looking for friggin' captive dwarves already? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. I reach over to the wall and I take the one that's pinned there and I take the one out of Goblin Jr.'s mouth and I walk over to Ranger and I go, you can eat these. Then I I give the two bodies to him. Yes. Uh, Cool. (laughs) What does malaria taste like? (laughs) Tastes good, dick face. Uh, so each of you can gain uh, 63 XP. I feel we all grew a little bit. Yeah, by a measure of 63. Okay. <laughs> 63. Uh, so I look over at our friend Ranger, and I'm like, he took a hit, and he's an elf in my head. I don't say this out loud. I'm not like, elves suck. But in my head, I'm like, elves aren't exactly known for getting punched so good. So I sort of reach over, and I just say, bless you, my son. Praise Moonhammer. And I rest a hand on his shoulder and a uh, symbol of Moonhammer glows from his forehead. Uh, and I fart out a little bit of, <laughs> of a fart, and it, it glows and it goes into his nose, uh, and it heals him for 16 health points. So that'll take him back to max. When he suggests that uh, now that we've cleared this room and we've got these unlit lanterns, we should probably light this place up. Because if we need to get out of here in a hurry, I don't want to be fumbling around in the dark. The, my follow-up, oh. though, will be... There are five additional entrances to this room we're going into, and we don't know what's down any of those hallways. I don't know if we want to put a giant glowing room knowing we got attacked just by throwing keys into this one. Well, so far, we've fallen down into a pit, yelled at each other about good job or catching each other, fought fucking butterfly bats. Like, we're not doing great for stealth anyway. I take a knee and I do a snap prayer. All right, Quinny's advice is good. Moonhammer says we'll be fine. So I take my torch and I immediately go over and light the other torches. Not even a discussion. I use Prestidigitation to help you out because there are quite a few torches. And because he prayed on it, Quinny almost is like, you know what? Let's not light the torches because Moonhammer said so, but he doesn't say As you light the last torch, you hear a huge thundering boom and the floor shakes a little bit. That keeps happening. Who is doing that? Every time we come together as a family... The floor shakes. You made a suggestion. I agreed. Alan helped. Ranger didn't tell you to fuck off. Like, we're making progress, yeah. and this cave does not care for it. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Hey, big ears, fuck off. 
I will eat your gizzard. You can try. Why are you guys still aggressive now? He caught you. He he literally just saved you from a bat that was on your face. Yeah, like when he caught me and like I blushed a little and I was like, oh no, we can't bond. And I had to like assert my masculinity and be like, I'm an island. It's true. Like he was very me. not vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the torches actually uh, make make the room seem uh, somewhat more cheerful. Um, you get the sense that maybe this would have been sort of the the original entrance to the. It would have been the party room. <laughs> would have been the party room. Now that it's it's better lit, and you're looking around. You get the sense that a lot of these sculptures were probably there to kind of elicit, you know, feelings of confidence in investors and other people who might oh, okay. be interesting by the mind. Like it's just, you know, this is the like happy waiting room of space. Okay, so we've got five entrances. Does anybody have an opinion? Go down the middle. I'm sort of being like, I agree with you. Let's use that positive energy and move forward with a request. As a hunter, do you think you can, like, CSI Neverwinter these corpses? All right. I'm looking at the lesions and the wounds on their necks. They've been chopped right through as if there was a sudden attack. They weren't expecting it. And when they did, when lights came on, the orcs came out, and there was a total bloodbath. Okay. That is that is entirely accurate. That is uh, pretty much what what went down. Holy. And then I hold up two coins over my eyes as though they were sunglasses, and I whip them off, and I go, "I guess it wasn't a show they liked that day in the showroom." <laughs> can I? No, never mind. I was like, can I attempt to steal the coins? <laughs> uh, uh, he's funny. <laughs> and I turn to the other two, and I'm like. I like this ranger. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, which direction do you want to go? Uh, I think he said go straight through. So if we're just looking forward in the entrance, there are three tunnels to our left, one to our right, and one right across. And I'd say we go straight through. We'll just keep going right through the room. you were talking about there, uh, ranger? Oi. Uh, so you see um, directly ahead of you, it sort of opens up into another sort of large cavern. You get the sense that most of the mine was a combination of hard work with pickaxes, like the one that is be- fouling your backpack currently, as well as natural formations like this one. So in this cavern, however, you see there are dense carpets of a weird fungi that cover large sections of the floor in this cavern. The growth uh, includes puffballs a foot across, weird shelf fungus growing on the stalagmites, and large stalks and caps a good five feet tall. Some of the puffballs glow with an eerie green phosphorescence. Okay, staying at the entrance, I take out the keys that Ranger didn't pick up, but I did, and I throw them <laughs> oh, into the room. <laughs> you toss the keys into the cavern, it lands with a gentle puff on one of the sort of carpets of fungi, and that's where they sit. I worry about the spores. <laughs> yep. There could be poison in this cave. Why don't you... Uh, Tell us what you know about that kind of stuff. Do you want to roll a nature check for me, please? Twelve. These sort of weird fungi and and mushrooms, uh, they're unfamiliar to you, but you definitely, these specific ones are, but you definitely have seen things like this before, and generally they're always poisonous. I lost a whole legion of my men to a bunch of spore-poisoning sons of bitches. (laughs) I'm going to guess you work alone now? Oi. Alan, do you want to roll me a history check? Yeah. Oh, that's a one. You're thinking back to all of the various days at the temple. uh, And (laughs) And you can't remember any of them. (laughs) And you seem to remember that there were definitely two specific days of mourning at the temple. And they both had a very specific phrase associated with them. It was almost like the Semper Fi. It was like that thing you could say that people were like, oh, yeah, it's a hard life, but a good life. So you reach deep down inside your memory and you think you've got the right one. You seem to recall it had something to do with spiders. 
<laughs> spiders? You rolled a one. You seem to recall <laughs> that it's definitely something about how, how difficult it is to fight spiders. Spiders are tricky and spores are worse. Spiders are tricky and spores are worse. You're lucky Ranger seems to have fought in both those <laughs> conflicts, and thus, even though it wasn't the right one, it does somehow uh, tie up. All right, good. Ranger, I'm going to give you one point of inspiration since uh, you know, you're thinking of comrades lost. So is there a path through the fungus where we don't There's have to touch not. it? It pretty much carpets the entire what space. I, what I would recommend, take whatever clothing, whatever shrouds, cover your face as you go through. We don't have to go through here. There what, are what can other we do? Here's a question. Can we burn up the fungus? Yeah, if we set it on fire, does that just spread poison or does that neutralize it? No, it kills it. Okay, so there's do, fire. Do I? But we're in an enclosed space. I would think that the smoke would probably choke us out too. Why don't we just check out some other ways? This is this is a cave. We don't necessarily have to go through this cave. There are other caves. So I vote we just go back. I also vote we go back. We've got a bunch of other hallways. Well, I understand your hesitance. I am disappointed. <laughs> In what you wish to do, but I will follow. Let's at least see what one of these other rooms is about. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll go back to where we were. I'm looking at this map here, and there's one sort of hallway that looks like it couldn't potentially go too far. Yeah, yeah let's just go to that that southern single entrance rather yeah. than the three entrances going north. Yeah. If it's butterflies, you know, let's make some pancakes. <laughs> I will eat their brains. We've brains. seen you do that, yes. Yeah. Jesus. That was the left behind brain of my forehead. Oh, <laughs> you got to save in that. You have a really long tongue. Like, it's impressive and disturbing. Long okay. ears, long tongue. <laughs> you better believe, south of the border, I'm packing heat. <laughs> you got an STD? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just really warm? What? <laughs> I don't, I've never seen elf genitals, so I don't really know how they, well, I mean, I've seen them, but I don't know how they function. I've never seen a hard elf a if they elf. get hard. Yeah, but you're a woman, so I don't I've know. I've never seen a hard elf. How, how, like, I've never seen Still an genitals. elf with a bone. You didn't show me your genitals. No. I walk into this other <laughs> you room. You said it like I don't have genitals. Like they can have you're this conversation. That's fine. To be fair, the, the only genitals we've seen so far in the adventure were mud butts. So, yeah. um, and we, the only person who saw them was Alan. That's me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eyes up here. Uh, Alan, have you seen a lot of elf dong? Like, is it the same as human dong? I walk into the room. <laughs> I know, but I'm having my conversation anyways. I've never seen human dong. I'll just say this. It's very pointy. <laughs> now I'm just so curious, but I'm fig- we can come back to this. I don't want Queenie to get hurt on his own. So you find yourself in a, uh, a small room. You get the sense it's uh, the original entrance. So directly okay. south of you, there's a sort of caved-in entrance that looks like it collapsed uh, during the assault. Um, and it's been closed up for quite some time. To your left and right are closed doors. All right, then I will look to the right and try and see if I can peer through like a keyhole or under the door. Inside, it looks like it might have been an old guard room. You see splintered stone benches and heaps of rubble uh, form a partially collapsed ceiling. And amid the ruined stone bunks and toppled weapon racks are the bones of several dwarves and orcs. All right. Uh, It doesn't sound like we need to go in there. You don't want to check for stuff? All right, yeah, sure. I, this is like a magical age, and these were guys running a giant magical cave. Like, yeah, yeah. it looks like it could and be they crap, didn't get saved from a cave-in. Give the halfling some boots that make him jump far, and he thinks nobody would ever be interested in anything dwarves, dead or otherwise, would have to give you. Fuck you. You know what? I open the door, like, <laughs> butler style, and I'm like, after you, big ears. <laughs> All right, so I go in past the two of them, and I just search the room to see if there's anything. So as soon as you uh, pass through the door, you see the uh, the bones start to rattle, and they start to uh, form into creatures. Cool. So I'm going 
to... Hey, let's open up the door and check out what's in there. Listen, I just wanted to talk about dicks, and you brought us over here. So how many skeletons does it look like you're performing? Uh, nine. All right, so I'm going to channel my divinity to turn undead. And I'm going to do that, that like Jurassic Park thing where I put my hands up and I'm like, no, 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 no skeletons, no. Uh, and I'm going to slowly try to back out of the room so we can close the door. Great. How does Turn Undead work? So Turn Undead, basically using the power of my deity, the power of Moonhammer, which is covering my armor so I don't have to like take out a symbol, I can essentially drive back every undead creature in the room. Uh, they have to pass a 14 DC will save. If they fail... Uh, they turn and move away from me for a minute or until they take damage. So basically, it's just like making myself the shining light in a Dracula movie. Most of them do kind of like, rather than shuffle back, they just like the ones that were starting to form just kind of like don't. Uh, however, three of them knit themselves together and begin moving towards you, picking up weapons as they come. Great. I would say I'm going to step the rest of the way out of the room and just close the door and be like, let's go back to the fungus. Is that going to hold them? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to use this, uh, some of the old dwarf skeleton I pulled when you guys weren't looking. I'm going to stick <laughs> the bone right in this lock. And then I'm going to turn to everybody else and say, why don't we get ready for skeletons through a door? You hear kind of three heavy thumps against the door. <laughs> it looks like the bone is holding in the jammed lock. Uh, and then after another moment, you hear sort of a faint clatter of bones and then silence. And I just look to everybody else in the group and I go... You're welcome, says Moonhammer. And then I just walk away as though this wasn't my fault. That was a horrible idea, Halfling. I hope you you choke on your own insignificance. I gesture over to the door on the left and like, you know what? You're right. Let's go check out what's over here. Own insignificance. I just opened this door. (laughs) The the other door? Yeah. I just opened it. So this chamber was once an office or a storeroom of some kind. There's a large stone counter that bisects the room uh, set with three dusty balance scales made of iron. Cubby holes carved into the north wall are stuffed with dusty paper scraps. Several long dead corpses, gnomes and orcs by the look, are sprawled across the floor. Do they look like they're going to jump up? They do not. All right. I walk in. No dead person looks like they're going to jump up. That's not a thing. I've seen dead people jump up. I feel like I can maybe spot them at this point. You hear a rattle at your foot. I look down. What is at my foot? It's just some bones you kicked. Oh, my keys are in there. Sorry. Yeah, you gave them back to me. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, no, because you I threw don't... them into the fungus room. Yeah, so we haven't no, gotten you those did back. Not get your keys uh, back. You are wrong because I have <laughs> multiple <laughs> pairs of keys. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> None <laughs> of them opened anything in particular. I threw it from my it. closet, wardrobe, one to keep my pants up. <laughs> I, I threw his spares into the fungus room. <laughs> Thank you. Nobody throws their primary keys. I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can just kind of rummage through this office and see if there's anything of value in here. Sure. So um, as you, uh, you dig around behind the counter, you find a locked iron strongbox. Can I attempt to open it? Do you have these tools? I do. 16 uh, plus 4, 20. You manage to uh, jimmy the lock. You can feel it break as you do so. Okay. As if 20 was the exact number you needed, and if it had been any less, you would have been boned. Holy shit. Uh, all right. What's inside? Well, Quinny, you know that inside there is uh, there's a 60 gold, 90 EP, and 300 silver pieces. And then there's EP in there, which are the EP rank are, above gold? They're, they're half gold. Oh, they're half gold. Yeah. Okay. I, I come back out, and I give them each uh, 100 silver. Thank you. This is uh, hush money. You to shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> hey, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got our other three entrances on the other side of our way where we, we first entered. I, I uh, look at Ranger, and I say, straight through the middle, right, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's funny, and he smells like farts. I fart my way forwards, knowing Ranger gives full support. You have the torch, right, Quinny? Oh, I'll... I'll 
I had it, but then I'll pass it to Alan. So we got our standard. Alan will have torch. Okay. Uh, Only thing is, I can't hold my staff and the torch and cast spells. Can I hold it? Do you know what? Yeah, we'll let we'll let uh, Ranger hold it because he's got he he can dual wield, so he can still hold a sword and use it well. Anything for Alan. Oh, <laughs> Alan, you're looking really disgusted right now, and that makes completely zero sense to me. You now have someone who is willing to die to protect you. What's 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 up, Alan? You're not having a good time. I don't want to go back, and I feel like he's just gonna he's gonna like save my life. I'm gonna owe this guy something. And then, do you know what? Back. Quinny's giving him some silver. We'll balance this out. Maybe he'll realize if we save the world here that that's you know greater than having to go sit in a room. Okay. Yeah, no, you're going back. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. Quinny like says to Alan, like, sorry, Alan, those seems to be the, the terms. And then I give you a wink. And then I look at Alan, too, and I'm like, well, you know, I guess we've got to do what our new friend says. And I give a wink. And then Goblin Jr. I hear so many winks right now. <laughs> but Goblin Jr. looks over at him and he goes, snarf, 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 snarf. And then he looks at you and bows like he does <laughs> after we taught him that for the prince. You find that the, uh, the tunnel starts to open up a bit into a series of passageways. Directly ahead of you is a closed door. Uh, to your left and right are short passages that seem to end in cave-ins, but you can see that there are tunnels to the left and right, um, and if you follow them along, you notice that they seem to open up into further tunnels headed north. All right, I just keep going straight ahead. I take the, I say, oh, thank you, Ranger, okay. and I take the torch and I hold it under the door so Quinny can look through the keyhole to see what we got. All right, I run up to the front of the group and I take a look. Can you roll me a perception check, please? Yes. 22. You can hear the faint crunching and splintering sounds. Crunching and splintering? Yeah, sounds like bone splintering. Uh, Wait, what, do we, what do we got, Quinny? It's gonna be a fucking bugbear. I'm like, I'm, I'm like whispering, like, kind of like, like hand gestures, like everybody, this is serious now. Something is being eaten in there. I'm gonna vote strong pass on this room. Objections? I we're, object. we're here for the black spider and magic shit. I do not want to go in that room. I'm always good for a, a decent battle, but I'm taking a look around us, thinking like we back off into a passage that breaks left and right. If whatever is eating something in there. It sounds like it might be an animal. You can lure it and then pincer attack from both sides. Theoretically. Also, New Pitch didn't think about this before. Ranger here yeah. eats all the stuff he kills. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> what if it's another ranger? What? He could be inside, have killed maybe a butterfly. Those things are dicks. And now he's munching on it in there and we're going, I gotta leave because what if it's scary? But we could make a friend. Yeah. Why Do you know what? I gotta. I just, just quick, quick. I gotta check in with the goddess. It's definitely oh a ranger. Gosh. It's definitely a ranger. Moonhammer wants us to open this door. We can do your pincer thing if you want to be I do. paranoid. I, yeah. oh, I do want to do that. Ranger danger. <laughs> okay. So if it's a ranger, if it is, and it is, then uh, I say we can keep ranger in sight. So what if ranger stands across from the door? Yeah. Alan and I could be on either side of the hallway, so we're ready to welcome him out with presents or yep. food or hugs. My quarterstaff is ready. I'm <laughs> holding my Warhammer because it's appropriate, because yep. it's a part of, I can, I can like, knight him with it if I want to. There's Knight options. him hard. Uh, and then I'd say, Quinny, if you want to do, like, a sneaky around the door open, you could open the door so the first thing the ranger sees is another ranger, so he feels totally safe, and then he can come out and we can be friends. Yeah, that sounds good. Um... I'm going to draw out both of my hand crossbows and go akimbo. Oh, yeah. Show him those gifts I gave you. He'll know we're nice that we give gifts. Oh, I'll show them to him. All right. Ready to execute plan welcoming committee? Plan new friend hug. I can't wait to meet another ranger. You're so cool. I want to have another one. I just one. look over at Butthole oh. and be like, kind of wink? Listen, I prayed this is happening. Okay. I wasn't Let's sure, I wasn't sure if this friend. was an act. 
New friend Ranger. New friend Ranger. But New I'm whispering because I don't want to like say yeah, I want to startle him. Whoever it is fucking knows we're here now. <laughs> These sounds on the other side of the door stop. Great. He knows we're here. All right. I'll get in position. Alan, go stand where you're standing. Ranger, <clears throat> you ready? Like, look, look your best. Hold on. Let me get what's left of my tail. I'm going to make a little Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> done. All right. We're ready. Quinny, go for it. All right. I pull the door open towards me. A ghoul leaps from the door, slobbering, teeth bared, and attempts to bite into your neck. Brother! <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> Initiative for me is a six. I have nine total. I have nine total as well. I have 11. Ranger, since you were standing there with arms open, the ghoul leaps into your arms and sinks its teeth uh, deep into your neck. No! Uh, It will deal nine points of damage. For what it's worth, it looks like it may have been dressed similar to a ranger once long ago. (laughs) This does not help me. uh, So next up in the sequence, we have the two ghouls that are inside. So um, Two ghouls? Holy shit. So there's three total. Two have sort of rushed, but um, in their eagerness to get out of the door into the hallway, they're... Mm -hmm. uh, they're kind of stopped up in the door. Okay. They're struggling to get through. You feel like they'll they'll pop out next round. Which brings us to Ranger. Uh, a ghoul has just sunk teeth into your neck. Didn't even comment on your amazing Anakin bun. Well, I think what this thing is due for is a spanking of the deathly variety. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product. 
Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful, glorious Cormium Plantier of Dum Dums and Dragons. And yes, it is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those Dum Dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our fans-only Discord, where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits. But you don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? So I assume you're attacking with both your swords? Of course. Excellent. Ooh, 19. 19. That will hit. And roll your other one, please. That's 16. Both of those will hit. That is nine. (laughs) (laughs) And that is four. My guess is that as soon as it sank its teeth into your neck, you were like, you know what? You seem like Hunter's Quarry to me. So you can roll yourself one more D6 worth of damage. That is a strong eight. You're just proper, proper spanking. You, you managed to fuck the ghoul up uh, quite a bit. It's, uh, it's still hanging on, but uh, you feel as though you've done a, a rather significant amount of damage. Butthole and Alan, you rolled the same, so uh, can you each roll me a d6, please? Four. Six. Great, Butthole, you're up first. Knowing there are these guys, and apparently they can take a shitload of punishment, having watched, like, scimitar and short, like, short sword stab directly through one of them, and he's still rocking. Well, I just yell, let's rock out with my... Hammer out, and I uh, I use a bonus action to summon a spectral hammer that's uh, behind the two ghouls in the door while I'm in front of them. Uh, I've got my my hammer in one hand and my shield in the other, so I'm going to hit one in the face with my hammer or try, and at the same time, my spectral hammer from behind that guy is going to hit him in the back of his head, or as I like to call it, the butt face. Um, so let's, let's take our shots. So my, my hammer swing first, 14 to hit. Uh, yep, that'll do. Okay. And the spectral hammer, 23. We'll also hit. And I'm sorry, Ryan, which one is this? Sorry. Which ghoul are you targeting? Uh, which uh, I, I will say looking at the door, I'll just go with the one on the right. Okay, great. Choosing sort of at random. And then I yell, 
The rangers got affected by the fungus. Because uh, that still maths out in my head. Because I know Moonhammer told me these are rangers. So it's a, this is a tragedy. <laughs> and then I, I, I also yell, sorry about your friends. <laughs> it's okay. I hate them also. <laughs> okay, so they both hit. So my damage to that guy is nine damage from my hit. 12 damage. Sorry, is it 12 on that? Uh, yeah, 12 on that one. All right, you between the two of you hammering away, you just you pulp that motherfucker. Nice. He's dead. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I really wanted to negotiate. You guys struck first. If you late last school, if you want to talk it out, like we really wanted to open this with hugs, not murder. <laughs> Speaking of murder, Alan? <laughs> So what do, what do we know about ghouls? Yeah, like a more vicious zombie. You know, like they're just like these these sort of like horrible, creepy, emaciated uh, humans that have uh, needle-sharp teeth and a thirst for flesh. Do they breathe? You get the sense that they do not and that poison probably isn't a great idea. <laughs> okay, but I believe they can melt, so I'm going to throw an acid splash. The ghoul manages to dodge the acid splash. Motherfucker. You get the sense that uh, ghouls are, are perhaps more spry than you'd expected. Guys, it's my first ghoul. Ranger ghouls are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Quinny, butthole, you're in this next room fighting with your I am standing hammer. outside the doorway. I pump. We, we're on both. I'm on one side of the door and the hammer's on the other. So we just squished one guy so the other guy is like to the, to the left. Okay. I have opened the doorway into the hallway. So yeah. I'm kind of between the door and a wall. So I'm going to actually slam the door shut and cut them off from the rest of us. Great. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, fire between your legs because I'm small. My crossbows into the back of the ghoul that is molesting Ranger. Do it up. Do I have advantage firing this thing into its back? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? Twenty-two. Uh, yes, that'll hit. That's a sneak attack. So I'll roll three d six for a total of ten. Um, I was holding both hand crossbows. Can I fire both at the same time? Yes, but you can't add your attack modifier to the second one. Okay, that's fine. Just 17 then. 17, that'll hit as well. Okay. And that one is 11. All right. You just pump that ghoul full of bolts, and it uh, it goes limp in your arms, Ranger, and... Uh, I, I could have taken care of it myself. And I'm like, yeah, one more from me, and we're even. And then I turn back to both of them and yell, if we hold this door shut, the spectral hammer will kill that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> just wait for the pounding to stop. Yeah, literally. I'm like, it'll do shaving a haircut on the door when we're good. All right, as my bonus cutting action, I run up to the door and just like kind of push against it as best I can. Okay, so uh, roll me a, uh, I guess an athletics check, please. Not great with athletics, but that's a... An 11 for athletics. So you hear pounding on the door. You also hear some hammering going on. Uh, what do the rest of you do? Help! We also help. Yeah, keep I'm going to throw my body closed. weight into the door while simultaneously, because I'm in control of my hammer, just having to just beat that fucking ghoul's ass. You know what? The three of you holding that door closed, that's going to be all right. You, okay. you hear hammering, then eventually you hear a. And then I just go, love you. Uh, and then I go, Moonhammer. And then it, it like it, it fades through the door towards us looking really cool. And then I hold my Warhammer up to it. And it's like a ghost Warhammer. And they both like touch tips. And I'm like, yeah. And then it like explodes into a rainbow that makes a huge fart sound. And I'm like, I love this guy. So much goddamn fanfare. What did I just see? You just saw a ghoul get murdered by a god. I open up the door to this room. So you open the door. Um, as you do so, there is a uh, another thunderous noise. You feel the uh, the floor and the walls shake. I'm ignoring it now. And I, I say this out loud. I'm like, I'm ignoring that now. So uh, inside the room, you find old stone bunks in orderly rows, uh, which line the walls of this chamber, and a corroded iron brazier full of old coals, which stands in the middle of the room. The bones of a half dozen dwarves and orcs lie strewn about, clad in scraps of armor. 
God, this was a fucking war zone down here. All right, I we'll we'll search the room and see if there's anything worth claiming, and we'll search the ghouls' bodies in case they have anything rangerish for our dear friend uh, Ranger. I also turn to Ranger. Go. Friend. Do you want to eat the ghouls? They're long dead. Uh, that would be necrotic, and that would be just bad for my figure. <laughs> Perfect. Good. I wanted to see where the line was drawn on this, and I'm comfortable. We're closer now than we've ever been, Ranger. <laughs> you don't uh, you don't find uh, anything that much different from what you've been finding in other rooms uh, on the bodies. Shit. Shit. Um, so skeletons. <laughs> yeah. So skeletons. Uh, it would seem that the the ghouls were uh, trying to eat the the last remaining scraps of uh, bone marrow. Is there a doorway here that breaks off? To uh, the- there is. Yes. So in the northwest corner of the room, there is another doorway. I would say straight straight through, right, buddy. And I hold out my fist to Ranger for like a fist bump. Yeah, sure. The last time I got <laughs> bit in the face, but yes. How are you feeling, by the way? Do we need to do a short rest? You know what? Fuck you. I will take that question from anybody else but you. That was patronizing. Fuck you again. You need a little Time's kiss 12. on your boo-boos there, big ears? Go forward! <laughs> All right, straightforward it is. So Goblin Jr. stops at one of the, the skeletons of an orc, not a dwarf, because he respects, he keeps bowing to dwarf bodies wherever he finds the skeletons. But he goes over to an orc, and he just, like, rips out a rib bone. And he's got, like, a new toy, and he reaches over and puts it in that pouch where he keeps his silver. Uh, and then he takes another one just to carry, just because he likes it. Cool. Uh, so each of you get 150 XP from defeating the ghouls. So yeah, so we're going to go to the side door. We're going straight through. Goblin Jr.'s got his mouth bone. I'm ready. Uh, do you want to look through the keyhole? Uh, sure. Great. Torch torch to bottom of door. Uh, so through the keyhole, directly ahead of you, you see sort of a further network of tunnels. It seems like uh, the miners were uh, had several false starts, um, hmm. and uh, it looks like there's uh, there's just further further tunnels ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to quietly open the door, and I'll, we'll usher the party through, I guess. We'll go through the door, same traditional order. I'll pass the, uh, the torch off to our main man, Ranger. All right, gang, behind me. Okay, I step behind Ranger and take back the torch. I got a shield and a torch. Happy, happy to stand behind him. Looks clear. Move ahead. You're in the lead, man. Just take those steps and we'll follow. Okay. How far can I walk? (laughs) You can walk uh, 30 feet. 30 feet. Roger, roger. Nothing so far. (laughs) Now look to the left. (laughs) Nothing there either. More tunnel. So, ass wipe. How goes it? (laughs) It's fine back here, big ears. Can't see ahead of me, though. Because of your big ears. My big ears will hear your bones crunching beneath my feet. All right, Moonhammer loves this tension, but I'm just thinking, you know, we got some time. What if we, like, try to sync up our steps? Like, when we walk forward, we all step at the same time, so it still sounds like one person, but, like, they're really big. What? I I don't want to be heard at all. No, but if you do it at the same time as us, they'll think you're us. You're totally safe. So we're all stepping in, in sync? Yeah, you, in unison. Like, step forward with the like left foot, marching. down. Step forward with the right foot, down. No, not a march. Just like a casual step. we got to keep a human. they got to think it's a big person. You know what? That could scare hey, them off. Hey, Quinny? Yeah? Want me to give you a piggyback for this one? No, I don't just... want that either. <laughs> He's small. I, immediately I just imagine pe- him falling behind, taking equal number of steps as the rest <laughs> Actually, of that's us. true. <laughs> I pick up Quinny and just hold him against Alan's back. Then I squirm. It's like a little baby Listen, backpack. Listen, you, you got to hold on or I'm going to drop you. So drop me. Put me down. <laughs> I spin yes, Quinny. I, I spin Quinny upside down, head down, and I say, what about now? <laughs> Acrobatics check. Drop me, bitch. <laughs> I flip him back to his feet and I set him down and I say, well played. <laughs> I pat him on the head. boy, champ. People got to stop fucking picking me up. 
I only suggest. I asked. Yeah, I thank asked. you for asking. Yeah, and do you know I what? I didn't he- mean to be condescending. You weren't. None of us are condescending. He's being troublesome, and we're trying to just settle him down. He's got the colic. <laughs> He's not a baby. Have you looked at him? It's pretty tiny. Okay, so as you go, you find a tunnel that uh, looks like it leads back to the entrance. Okay. So it seems to connect back to the, the other way you could have entered. Okay. But uh, generally, you notice there are a few pathways that lead further ahead uh, to the north of you. There's also a, uh, a dead end you can't see around, um, just a little bit northwest of you. Okay, so why don't we eliminate passages that are behind us? We seem to be doing that so far, so we'll yeah. check anything that goes south. One of the southbound passages does lead back to the entrance. Okay, okay. great. We ignore that uh, one. Down no one mid. of them, you see that the pathway takes a corner and it's dark. I'll peer around the corner. Are you doing it stealthily? Yes, I am. Roll me a stealth check. Mm. Total of 12. You sort of peek around the corner and it seems, uh, even though it's dark, it seems like it does lead to another cave-in, but it seems like the the rocks there seem to be moving a little bit. Be kind of uh, shiny and slick. I motion for uh, Alan to kind of peek around the corner as well. Hoping her dark vision will uh, be able to figure out what it is. All right, I'm going to stealthily make my okay, way. Okay, still check, please. Looking around that corner. That's a 21 total. Oh, 21 damn. total. She's right. already there before I even, like... <laughs> oh, where'd you go? Turns out it was Alan. <laughs> you were looking at Alan the whole time. Um, so, Alan, you sneak up, and immediately your arcane senses start to uh, to flare up a little bit. Can she describe to us what um, it looks like? Yeah, it basically looks like there is slime covering the rocks. Slime sort of a thick, a thick, heavy slime. Roll me a perception check, Ranger. 14. You can hear something sort of slopping along the ground coming down that hallway. Some sort of beast is shooting its goo all over these halls. I'm going to look at the rest of the guys and go, hey, do you know what we don't have a problem with? Random beasts that live here. Why don't we keep going towards the black spider and the villains who are actively opposing us? And worry less about shit that's clearly living on rocks. Yeah, yeah. Okay let's that. back off. As a player, I'm like want that tasty xp but anything yeah. for alan yeah i guess we like tactically we should just back off all right so we, we've eliminated our southernmost passages so let's head north yeah oi do we want to go around the outer perimeter or do we want to try to go through the intersection first inner 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 <laughs> listen if there's one thing a ranger knows it's pathfinding so right inner I'm, I'm sold you get in before you get out oh my god that makes so much sense Goblin Jr. goes, snarf, snarf, we're ready. Also, his coat looks amazing. I don't know why, just his, his time underground, like, Goblin Jr. just thrives in darkness. Like, he gets it. He's a goblin wolf. Like, he, he knows. He grew up in darkness. It's his home. He's sort of, he's of the night. He is vengeance. He is Moonhammer's wolf. Got it. He just took a shit on my boot. That's what Moonhammer wanted. God damn it. But now, you smell like the cave. Why would his Schmitz, his Schmidt? His shit smell like the cave. The cave smells like shit. Oh, does it? It's full of dead people. That's what do you think it smells, smells like? Every, death. every dead it's person, like necrosis. Every yeah. dead person shits themselves before they die. There's oh, so much shit true. in here. Wait, so is it okay or is it bad that he shit on my boot? Oh, it's good. All right, I, I like this pup. If there's one thing I know, it's what Goblin Junior means when he shits. That's always good. That's the one thing you know. <laughs> I said, if there's one thing, I know more than one thing. But if I had to pick one. It's a solid one. Okay. okay. It's a, no, it's I mean, an it's interesting a so, one. For it's, a, sure. it's a solid shit. I'm going to hold you to that the next time you say, if there's one thing you know, look I'll at it. Though, it for you and say, it's how your dog shits. <laughs> a, he's a wolf. And B, that's valid. Okay. Also, if you look, there's no mark on your boot from the shit. It was very hard. Oh, yes. Ooh. It's he's like not good. Old Timbit. <laughs> 
All right. Nice. Should be your nickname so for, for Goblin Jr. We're going through the inner one. Yep. Yeah. So um, you come to a flight of stairs that seems to lead up. Above it, you can kind of, just from the what you can see from here and from the way the air is moving, you get the sense there's a much larger space. So I say to our ranger friend, you, you can see in the dark and you're sneaky and you're a badass. Do you want to sneak up the steps and see if you can see anything? Yes. And we can make a plan when you I'll come back? I'll follow the draft. I believe this could lead to outside. <laughs> so you travel up the stairs uh, and you find yourself in a large cavernous room. Ranger, as you come up the stairs, um, you hear the same uh, the same noise that you heard coming through the door uh, previously. So sort of uh, the, the crunching and slurping and <laughs> smell the foul stench of death. We're in ghoul town. Population. All these ghouls. <laughs> I think we should venture silently. I don't know if that's going to be possible. So now we're at, the bo- we're at the bottom stairs, but I'm like, do you mean silently like somewhere else or we should go upstairs and try to ambush them? I didn't think that far. I was thinking of just going through here, but like tiptoeing. Can I can I suggest a trap for you guys? Listen, Operation Friendly Hug <clears throat> went really bad, and I'm willing to acknowledge that. So I think I am also willing to acknowledge Moon, that. Moonhammer says maybe give Quinny a shot. All right. So you say you're you're sure it's ghouls up there? As sure as this neck bite. Well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So we got a pretty nice choke point going on down here, where we're at the bottom of some stairs. I've got some caltrops. If we want to lure these crazy things that, I've, as far as I can tell, run at stuff to eat it, lure them down the stairs, have them trip up on the caltrops, maybe take a tumble at the bottom of the stairs. It's at the end of a hall here, so I've got, I take out my, uh, earlier in town I purchased uh, a series of glass bottles and alchemist fire, and I filled them with alchemist fire. So I've got basically Molotov cocktails ready to go. We can burn these guys out in like a dog pile after they fall down the stairs. Okay, so let me let me military this up a little bit, if you don't mind, Quinny. Love yeah. where the caltrops are going. They're coming down the stairs. If you see the stairs lead into a hallway that's yeah. going right back towards us, if we were to perhaps base ourselves at the end of this hallway, caltrop the stairs, we could go... I've got the crossbow. Do you have anything ranged, my friend, Ranger? Let me check in my satchel. Do, 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 do. I've got my bow. Okay, so I got, I got hand crossbows. We've got spells I've and got, a crossbow. I've got a light from, crossbow. So if, I can hold in one if hand. If we have three of us draw the crossbows, Quinny, you stay ready with the alchemist fire. Yeah. The moment the first one comes over and comes down the stairs, light them up. Punch them full of holes. The rest of them will come down, hopefully fall. You hit them with alchemist fire. And then, worst case scenario, Ranger and I'll stand in the hallway and do the punchy hitty stuff. And you and Alan can kind of shoot past us if they make it past the alchemist fire. Works for me. All right. I'll thwart. If we're ready to go, then I reach into my pouch and pull out my uh, bag of caltrops. Yeah, and I'd say take your time. Set, set them individually. Do whatever you need to. Home well, Alone. I was going to say, bitch. we're going to play the Home Alone song yeah. while we do it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm like, I, before I, I'm going to go to the top of the stairs. And before I do, I'm looking at you guys. I'm like, I'm going to be coming down fast. Are you guys ready? Oh, I was thinking caltrop the stairs. We'll just yell from the back of the hallway. But if, if you want to do like a. Uh, no, yeah, I want to make sure they know it's me at the top of those stairs. Now they got to follow me down. What's your, uh, what's your giveaway? What's, what's, what's your. Uh, What's, what's our what's our go sign? Where we're like, when you are see me fucking running, <laughs> listen. We, he's got dark vision. Some of us don't. You're a little baby. I've seen you run. Give us something more substantial. Okay. <laughs> it's so tempting for my cue to just be me kicking you in the dick. Um, <laughs> hey, well, that would keep you at this this end of the hallway, which I'm pro. I don't want yeah. you to get hurt. I'll say now, now. But what are you going to do to get the ghoul's attention? I'll say, hey fuckers. Oh, so if you hear, hey fuckers. Few seconds later, the first one's going to be Quinny, and after that, ghouls. So don't shoot the first thing; 
shoot the second thing, and then switch over to your like close-up fighty stuff. Well, we'll wait until now before we unload our arrows. Is he going to shoot me? <laughs> no, I'm clarifying this so we don't have this problem. Ranger, so, if you shoot Quinny, I will not go with you. I will probably attack you. I'm not going to shoot him. Thank you. We're going to wait till Quinny's clear, and we're going to shoot the next ghoul come through. We don't We don't need a cue for shooting the ghoul. We want to yeah. shoot the first one because they've charged us last time anyways. Fine. All right. Okay. I've got my crossbow tucked away. I got my hammer ready, and cool. I'm, I'm just like building up a nice little fart. All right. Uh, I would like to sneakily make my way up to the top of the stairs. All right. Roll me a stealth check, please. 14 total. You, uh, you stealth your way up the side of the, uh, the staircase. Uh, once you reach the, the top, you can see that you're on a, a sort of a long, flat plateau. Mm-hmm. You can see the cavern drops off. It looks like there's sort of two levels. There's sort of a second level that you're on, and it looks like there's a pit dug in the middle. Okay. And you can see uh, a bunch of ghouls who all turn and stare directly at you as if they heard you coming. They shriek and start to charge. All right. I turn around. I've got alchemist fire in one hand, and I've got a bag of caltrops in the other. And I start running down the stairs, just throwing caltrops over my shoulder as I run down. Do an acrobatics check for me, please. Total of 24. Using your boots of springing, you're able to very easily kind of... Skip a couple steps. Skip a couple steps down. The ghouls are charging in behind you. The moment we see the first one, we're plugging them full of of stuff. (laughs) The right stuff. Amen. Uh, so the uh, the ghouls are just kind of, it's like um, one of those, I'm trying to think of what vampire movie this is from, but you know, like the, the bunch of... Blade 2. Possibly Blade 2, possibly from one of the many underworld Dust films. Dust Till Dawn. Right. Yep, Dust Till Dawn. It's just that like scrambling like horde coming down the stairs. Mm-hmm. But uh, needless to say, a lot of caltrops, a lot of stairs, a lot of angry ghouls. Uh, so they start tripping. Okay. Um, so you see most of them go down. Two of them manage to kind of like climb over their compatriots as they fall. And uh, two of them are up. The rest of them are kind of in a pile at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. So we'll plug the two that are running. Yeah. Whoever's closest to Quinny, we're going to shoot that yep. one first. All right. And I guess at the bottom of the stairs, with clearly a dog pile of ghouls behind me, I say to you guys, hey, fuckers. <laughs> Wait until he says now. <laughs> oh, that part too? Now. Uh, I'm tossing that alchemist yeah, fire on the pile. Right. So you alchemist fire the uh, dog pile. Okay. So shooters, take your round of shots. 14. Uh, that'll hit. 17. That'll hit. All right. And that does five damage for me. Eight. And then I'm going to blue flame the dude who just got hit with two bolts. So I've, uh, I've squatted. I fucking fart. It's it's bright blue. It's awesome. It soars up over my back. My Warhammer raised. I yell, blue flame, <laughs> rangers. And then uh, it, my hammer sparks and it lights my fart on fire and it's blue and it's majestic. And it soars down this hallway. Uh, and it just strikes the ghoul. Yes! I'm getting better at this as I practice, guys. I'm really, really happy. <laughs> oh, you're so, not in, like those first five times in Blue Flame yeah, you're not nothing. missing anyone. <laughs> five times a year. The first 13 episodes were Not silent, but very deadly. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And I do one damage. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, we'll take what we can get. It's mainly just to startle them. That's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> the ghoul, you know, it, it stumbles a bit as it's like hit with uh, various arrows and, and blue flame. Uh, but it is it is rapidly closing on Quinny and it will swing one of its mighty fists at him. It will uh, slash you across the back as you run, uh, Quinny, for seven points of damage. And I need you to uh, please throw me a constitution save. It's gonna be a second oh, yeah, those fuckers points. are poisonous, aren't they? Goddamn ghouls. We'll have to find out. Uh, 11. So you can feel your muscles start to tense a little bit, uh, almost spasm, but then 
the, the moment passes and you... Oh, uh, okay. Well, that must have been close. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm at 15 health. Are Great. we in uh, initiative um, at this point? Yes, or? so that yeah. was your surprise round. So yes, if you could please roll me initiative. Total of 20 for me. I have a natural 20. Ooh. 14. Four total. That's a decent spread. Butthole, you are up first. So just to be clear, there are two running towards us in the restaurant fire? Restaurant a pile on fire. We're just going to say they kind of... Uh, no, I'm fine with that. Just wanted to up. know the scenario. So awesome. So I, knowing Quinny is... How far away is Quinny? Yeah. Probably like 15 feet, something yeah, like that. about 15 feet. All right, so knowing Quinny's in trouble, I was originally just going to hold here, but I don't want him to get fucked up. So I'm going to run immediately past Quinny, and I'm going to do a sick move out of the Disney film A Dog's Purpose. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to strike a knee, and jo- Goblin Jr. is going to run after me and then jump off my back directly onto this ghoul in front of me uh, to give me some sick advantage. Right. Uh, and then I'm just going to wade in and trust everybody else to follow, and I'm just going to take a Warhammer swing single-handed. I'm still shielded up uh, at this goddamn ghoul. 19 total. 19 will hit. And I did seven damage <laughs> hitting with the hammer. You smash its skull. Goblin Jr. takes the final bite, and the creature goes down. I yell, I love Goblin Jr., and I fucking hate ghouls! <laughs> <laughs> the second ghoul, uh, the one that's uh, still running, looks a little hurt by that. Like some something deep inside itself realized, like, oh, it would be nice to be loved. Uh, and, and then I go, hey, wait, wait, wait. We can stop fighting if you want to be friends. It still wants to eat you. Oh, well, see? No wonder I hate your species. Can't have its cake and eat it, hey, too. Hey, mixed signals, asshole. <laughs> Quinny. Oh, should I wait for him to come to me? Nah, I'll shoot him with a short like, bow. You can hide behind me and shoot him. I'm in front of you now. All right, then. Kneel. Yeah, yeah I'll kneel and hold the shield up. I'm going to dog's purpose right over you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! With my short sword, jump like 300 style. Great. Oh and you can God. use your boots of springing. To, oh man, okay. Like spring. So I'm getting in spring there. Spring hard. And I imagine this might be a surprise with me kneeling and then just a, 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 <laughs> ba- a baby size. I will give you advantage <laughs> because of the baby sized leap. 16 to hit. Yep, that'll do. 11 damage. A sound hit. You slash out, uh, you know, part of the ghoul's chest. Some guts fall out. It snarls at you. It looks very, very hungry. And and I look up like the lead actor from A Dog's Purpose in slow motion and I see <laughs> him just sink his sword into the ghoul. And I just have that moment of like connection, like a smile, and it's almost sparkly and a little pastoral in the way it's shot. And then I just, I, I think in my head, and you can almost hear it out loud, it's so clear, and I'm just like, I think we just found our new battle tactic. <laughs> it's your fastball special. Yeah, we have like yeah. the best new weird opening battle move ever. <laughs> Ranger, you're up. I'm going to stick close to uh, Alan, and I'm going to use uh, some long-range defense and offense. Oh, wow. The I'm going to shoot the bow right at this goddamn ghoul's face. Do you hear that? <laughs> right in the face. Eat this. 15. That'll hit. When What's the damage on it? 1d6 plus 3. Ooh. Unless he's your quarry, in which case it's 2d6 plus 3. 8. Would you say he's your quarry? Yes, I would say <laughs> what that is is the thing is that's you, Hunter's Marked, perhaps? You, you I will Hunter's Market. Great, then roll me one more d6 of damage. 9. What a boost. <laughs> the, ghoul looks, uh, the ghoul looks pretty fucked up. It's still standing, though. No! So, ghoul's turn. He's got a tiny baby-sized man... Punching him, take he's gonna swing. I fucking dare you. I you're like four and a half he's feet gonna, tall. Suddenly, you just baby. Gonna take the swing, and he misses. Swing and a miss. As the arm comes swinging down towards you, the uh, the hunter's bolt shoots through it and pins the hand against its chest. Screams in rage, bringing us to. Oh, that one's already dead. Uh, Alan. Cool. We've got one ghoul left. Yep. Plus a giant pile <laughs> of writhing, burning, dying ghouls. I'm gonna t- take another crossbow to him. 
10 total? Yeah, uh, you will unfortunately miss. Ah, shit. You, uh, Sorry, guys. you take aim, but you don't want to hit Quinny, so you you hold off. Top of the round, butthole. I, I'm going to follow Quinny in. Quinny's, you've gone high, right? Because you were jumping and stabbing down. Yeah. I'm going to bring my Warhammer up and hit it right in the dick, because <laughs> we'll split it down the middle. Like, you go high, Knock I go its low. balls into its throat. Uh... 11. You swing fervently at his dick. Um, <laughs> so fervently. I put but, all my fervor in his at dick. The last, at the last second you go, but wait a minute, I've never seen a ghoul's dick. And just that amount of distraction. <laughs> it's true. I'm going to have to ask Alan about it later. Yeah, I know. because it's Ranger, it's, does this dick look like your dick? What is Alan think about dicks? <laughs> Alan was upset that she knew about elf genitalia. She's in team genitalia now. <laughs> This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 17.9 cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now, we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Gif! Morning, Gus! But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's what it's time to call Human Be Gone. Experts in ethical human relocation. <laughs> this job has everything. Danger. Whoa! Sounds like we got some dingers in there. Excitement. Incoming. And drama. You're the one who leaked herself in my best Manny rice bed. It's a dirty job, but some bots gotta do it. Oh. Human Be Gone. Coming soon wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>